Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 Yeah. How, what? <laughs> I was drinking beer when I was making the cover. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if this is the kind of information that Marvel wants me to give. But actually, <laughs> I don't have any input on that stuff anyway. So, like, I'm, yeah. I'm allowed to drink whatever I want. <laughs> okay. Uh, what to get in the, to get in the zone? No, no. I was just I I I was going out with friends. Like we were at a bar, basically. So I I we were just drinking beer, and I was drawing, which is what I usually do when we go out. Like no, no, like a lot of what I do is done in bars. Actually, like it's not it's not a well known fact, but a lot of what I do is done in bars because we go out with my friends, and I, I I'm either at their at their coffee shop drawing or I yeah. eat a bar at night with them, and I'm the guy who's like my friends are all talking, and I'm in the middle, like not talking very much, and just drawing on my tablet. Oh, damn. Okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice little bit of background. No, I love that. I fucking love the cover. <laughs> I absolutely adore it, and it only it only makes it better to know that you were kind of pissed <laughs> <laughs> drawing it in the middle of a crowd of people. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. Like, I, had, I had to stop at one point because I was like, "Yeah, that's too much beer. I don't really know what I'm doing anymore." <laughs> oh, all right. Um, hi everyone, welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of X of Words. Thank you for coming and joining me here again today. My name is Ashley and you know what this is. We're going to do mutants for 10 minutes because we love them, but not for that long. So <laughs> today, today, um, opposite me, uh, first time guest, brand new guest. Uh, round of applause, crowd goes well. Junie Bar. <laughs> Am I getting that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junie Bar. Well, welcome, Junie. Um, Junie, uh, I saw a cover, uh, the cover for X Lives of Wolverine 5, which is gorgeous, um, which I will use either as the cover of this episode or immediately after it. Mm -hmm. So you can all see what we're talking about. Um, And reached out to Junie and asked whether they'd like to be here and speak to me and you and us. And they said yes, which was amazing. So, uh, I mean, you guys know me. So hi, Junie, hi. Say hi, tell us, who, tell us a little bit about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so I'm a, I think that the, the scented world is a cartoonist. Mm-hmm. I'm a cartoonist, which means that I draw, I, I draw, write, uh, illustrate covers and comics. Um, and I, I'm the author of a book called Yelia, which is a West African fantasy comic, and currently publishing with Image a mini series called Monkey Meat, which I'm not going to describe here. Uh, Please do. Yeah, and and I make covers for the various publishers, including Marvel, which is how I ended up here. Uh, I recently wrote and drew a TMNT story that's coming out mm-hmm. March 30. Uh, so please, yeah, please describe monkey meat in one sentence. My God, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a mini it's what I call a fantasy anthology miniseries about a corporation that sells cans of processed monkey meat to the population, and they operate from an island where they use their very large financial means to 
produce and sell various products, uh, which have turned the ecosystem of the island very, very weird because of the supernatural nature of what they produce. And so every issue is about the people living on that island with the mess full of monsters and weird stuff that happens. Mm, the bush, because the bushmeat has a, a <laughs> bushmeat has a long history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the idea came from my grandfather telling me he ate monkey meat when I was a teenager. So, yep. yeah, there is a very African origin to this story. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, bushmeat story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, um, okay. To to spin us back around, to cycle back around, today's episode is not about bushmeat as much as I feel like we could talk about that for a long time. Um, today's episode is about Wolverine. So we are going to hit the timer and talk about whether Wolverine should be funny. And I mean, you'll figure out a little bit more about that in a second. So now that you know us and now that you know the question, I'm going to hit the timer and our X starts now. Okay, so, uh, Junie, when I saw this cover, right, usually, so we were, we were kind of talking a little bit before about how Wolverine co- covers te- typically come in, like, three flavours, mm. which is, like, I've hurt you, <laughs> you've hurt me, and look at me, I'm scary. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, blades through the chest, or I've got a sword through my head, <laughs> and we don't know how it got wedged there <laughs> or lurking in the shadows generally being a creep and when I saw Junie's cover not only is it like gorgeous and dynamic but there's like a a little pain diagram like <laughs> like a little slice and dice diagram of a hand ninja that really made me laugh and it was really refreshing you know sometimes you get that thing and you didn't realise that you wanted it yeah, I think that's what your cover did. Like, I looked at it and I laughed, and I was laughing at a Wolverine cover, and I was yeah. like, I was almost disappointed that I knew I wouldn't get that current of humor through the book. Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, ah, I would really love it if Wolverine titles had a little bit more humor in them, because, like, I'm not going to go back. I, I feel like I beat a particular drum about the whole Wolverine books. But I think one of the things that would be great for them is like just a little bit of laughter. Even It doesn't have to be massive, but I think it gives it like a tonal shift. Because mm-hmm. it's only so, you know, when you've got like two pedals for Wolverine, gritty, yeah. gritty, violent, gritty, violent, gritty, yeah. violent. And it like a third, a third flavor would mix yeah. it up a little bit. Like, like it, at this point, he's basically two flavors of Frank Miller. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like fifty. It's like fifty shades of grey. So it's two shades of Frank Miller. Yeah, F- yeah, fifty, fifty shades of blade. <laughs> like how how many ways can I stab a motherfucker in this issue? <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, yeah, like, like I like I said, I don't I don't actually read X Men. It's way too complicated for me. I have no idea what these people are doing at this point. It's kind of like foreign policy to me. I don't understand what's going on. Um, <laughs> But they, like the the idea of Wolverine is very ingrained in people's minds, mm. and I I think like it, like even to give an idea, when I told my mother, who's like six almost sixty years old, that I just did a, a Wolverine cover, her reaction was, "Oh, I love Hugh Jackman." <laughs> so, like you know, that, that that's basically what people have in mind at this point of like really cool, broody, like violent. Yeah. 
necessarily too violent. So Marvel asked me to make a cover about Wolverine that was kind of like a celebration of what he did because like that was basically every issue cover they, they wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, so they, like he he even gave me like a list of various things he wanted me to use, including Wolverine slicing a bunch of ninja. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? You want me to make a very actiony cover because you like the way I draw action. Yeah. I want to do that because I like the idea of Wolverine slicing. Slicing, slicing people and i want to drink I want to drink <laughs> you're not alone movie. you're not alone yeah and like he works for that reason yeah. but top three marvel he, character just because yeah. he likes to knife up people like that's a but like at the same time yeah he's been slicing ninja for like 30 years so what how can you do it in a way that's a bit interesting or like changes it a little bit a little bit exactly. and i just like i keep saying wolverine is not hugh jackman initially he's a tiny hairy man who's very angry. <laughs> so I just drew a tiny hairy man who's very scary and very angry, but also has a bit of like, I don't know, like the whole the whole idea of a butcher is really funny to me because like yeah. in blood. So I just thought, okay, butcher, this diagram of like a pig and all the little, the little parts that you're supposed to cut up and the names that they have. And yeah. I thought, okay, what if you took that diagram of a pig, you made a ninja instead. And instead of having the names of the, the, the different body parts, you have the, the words of how much pain you're in when he gets that part I, hence, hence the, the part about the, uh, with the groin the, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah that one was just illegal <laughs> yeah no I thought I thought it was brilliant and it, it um, I think it adds like a, a depth it adds like a different lens to the hyper gore that is usually Wolverine yeah and I think like so much of I think there's real space for like visual gags in there because so much of the, and as someone who does sort of get into the weeds of the comics, so much of the internals of Wolverine is like brooding, self-loathing, you know, self-doubt. And then outside yeah. of him, it's all very violent. And I just liked, I so enjoyed the drop of just like a visual gag in there. Yeah. And it's something like, I don't know if you know a character, but like there's a clone of a clone called Gabby. Just, just the sentence you just used. Like, have you ever processed that sentence ever? <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. I heard it. See, it doesn't. It doesn't sound weird to me because I'm. I'm like. I'm. I'm. I'm drowning in it. But we. No, like, like, actually, I'm, that's ridiculous. This is what I mean when I say X Men stuff just sounds like foreign policy to me. I don't. Yeah. But okay, carry on. So it turns out that every time you clone a Wolverine, they come out with one less claw. Because um he had a That's daughter not... and she's got two claws, and then they clone the daughter and she's got one. That's that's counterproductive, but sure. It, I mean way less stab potential, but she's little and funny and she's only got one claw. Oh, yeah. And I think like she's something fresh. I, I focus most on Gabby because with mm. Gabby you finally managed I think they finally managed to combine like a personality that is compelling and has layers and gears with the sort of classic Wolverine power set. And I just, I think, I think, I think it was amazing. So I love the cover, but also I kind of love what I loved what it represented as well. How did yeah. you, how did you, how long did it take you to draw it? Uh, finding the idea took like about an afternoon and then the actual cover took an evening. Uh, the, the, yeah, it took maybe three hours to make the final page. 
something like that. Because like I don't think we like like I told you earlier, we were we were at a bar when I drew it. So yeah. I don't think we stayed there that long. Oh, Jesus Christ. So you went to a bar for for three hours and cranked out a cover yeah. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, amazing. So who else? Who else would you like to draw? Like, did you was that like a bucket list thing of you drawing Wolverine or is there someone else? Uh, you want to be able to draw? Well, he wasn't on the bucket list, but when they told me, do you want to draw Wolverine? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you're not going to say no. Yeah. Uh, now, bucket list, in the X-Men or Marvel as a whole? Uh, both. Uh, okay, X-Men. Hmm. Okay, so there's, there's the character of Jubilee, who's a, I always thought she looked really cool, but I could never find like comics that actually feature her in any meaningful way. Yeah. To actually get an idea of what she is actually like. Yeah. But just visually, she would be fun to draw. Uh, let's see. Who else? I like Cyclops. Because this is the thing, again, it's, it's all about like archetypal representation and... Yeah. Um, and because it's covers, you don't necessarily need to know the intricacies of who they are. You just need to know what they look like and yep. what kind of imagery would would fit with those characters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Cyclops has some potential in covers, except he's always the same. They're always making him do the same things. He's in a cool pose and going like this. Yeah. And and, and shooting a laser he put, somewhere. He put his fingers up to the corner yeah. of his head to do the little trigger. Oh, thing yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. So the, the like Cyclops hasn't hasn't necessarily had his his hasn't had his cover potential developed very much. Mm. Um, what could he be doing? Like cleaning the barbecue. See, that's the thing. Like, give me give me like two days to figure it out. But but <laughs> all I know is there's potential there that hasn't been used yet. Yes, and I, that that's where I want to go because that's where I think I could find something interesting. Um, let's see. My God, there are way too many. Magneto would be fun, mostly because I really like that character. Really? Uh, what what version? Like classic purple purple costume yeah. version. See, okay. The thing is, I like everyone, I grew up with the movies first. So yeah. I had an idea of him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a minute. Yeah, got carry. Please, please carry. Uh, yeah, and then and I think my first comic book introduction to him was like House of M, which mm-hmm. Opinions vary on the quality of that story, but there's there's one page of him in royal garment walking in a storm. Yes, and I just like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the combination of who he is originally combined with the, just the imagery around this guy who is this uber powerful, really badass. I just yeah, I just like the guy. I will put that. I'll drop that panel below this tweet so for anybody listening scroll under the post tweet and you'll find that panel underneath there and you can find the panel that Judy's talking about but fuck that's yeah so what was there something that like inspired you to become an artist were these panels that inspired you or were you well on your way to becoming an artist when you saw this stuff uh see it's a mix because like I I wasn't reading American comics when I was a kid Mm -hmm. so a lot of it is like is actually more on the shoulders of like Cartoons when it comes to America, uh, manga when it comes to Japan, and mm-hmm. a lot of like French comics because I I, I come from a, like an, a, a previously French colony, so we we received a lot of stuff from France. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a mix of like cartoons and and American comics became a thing for me when I was like seventeen, eighteen. 
uh, like it was Hellboy and I started looking more and more into them. And then I got access to like websites such as, well, not, well actually, I'm not going to say. <laughs> they had access to some American comics that I could not get my hands on and they gave them to me for free and I read a bunch of them. Okay. Um, yeah, so like my, I think my first Marvel book was, uh, aside from like the stuff like Ultimate Spider-Man and X-Men that I had read when I was uh, a teenager, yeah. when I started getting really into American comics, the first one I read I think was a Thor book by uh, Chris Samney. Ooh. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, that was a very good introduction to Thor. Uh, and then, you know, you start reading more and more of those things. Uh, Marvel announces a movie about the Guardians of the Galaxy. You're like, oh, that is that a raccoon? Okay, I want to know what that, what that's about. <laughs> is that a raccoon? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, when they announced the film, the only thing they had was a concept art. And I was yeah. just like, okay, so there's a green guy, a green lady, a tree dude. Is that a raccoon with a gun? Yes. <laughs> 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 I, well, like, okay, I want every book about this guy. Give me every book about him. <laughs> I can't tell you how amazing it is. And I'm like, so what got you into art? And you're like, raccoon <laughs> with a gun. Yes. The raccoon with the gun got me into art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to be an architect before that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, Sonic the Hedgehog got me into comics when I was like 11. He, he got me into actually drawing stuff instead of just reading it. Oh, wow. Well, Sonic had an outsized impact on a whole generation. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the movie. It looks like extremely mediocre, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the second they said, yeah. he is, like, Idris Elba playing Knuckles, and he actually, like, did his job and researched the thing like he was playing Hamlet. Yeah. I'm like, yes, okay, cool. And here's a giant Eggman robot. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. I don't have any other requests. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well, look, thank you, Junie. Um, the timer went off, so I'm going to have to tie us up there, but it's been an absolute pleasure meeting you and talking to you. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Um, thank you, everybody, who's been listening. I've been Ashley. And I've been Junie, and, and this was X of Words. I fucking nailed it. I did it! <laughs> and it first time. Someone that choke, someone that fit aside.